Welcome to the Founders with Purpose podcast, where I interview early stage founders about their mission, why they chose startup life, and how they will get where they're going. I'm your host, Darian Parrish, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. All right, we have Prakash, the co-founder of Xano. Prakash, thanks for joining us. Uh, could you tell the listeners uh, what Xano is and uh, why you started the company? For sure. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, we like to say that Xano is the fastest way to build uh, a, no, a backend without code or without compromise. Uh, the reason that we started this company is because if, you, if you've seen, there's been this kind of rise or this no-code movement, right? A lot of no-code tools have come into an existence. Um, there's been a lot of tools for the front end, but in terms of the back end, there really hasn't been something that lets you build something that was scalable and really lets you articulate all of the different business logic that people wanted to that makes your app unique. And so what we always like to say is 90 to 95% isn't good enough when you're creating a backend for your application, 100% is necessary. And so we wanted to build something that was Turing complete, scalable and all that good stuff. So that was kind of why we, we decided to, um, to build Xano. Great. And I think uh, there's been a lot of definitely a lot of interest in no code and I've used a lot of the products that are truly no code on the front end and uh, so let's let's go into this a little more about how we define no code and whether this is actually a low code solution or is it just a no code solution for the back end yeah that's that's a really good uh, distinction that you're making there so typically when you say low code you are able to still work with all of the great things that uh, hand-rolled code has to offer around some of the intricacies and granularity that you can define with code. No code is when you don't have to do anything at all. So what we have wanted, our first goal was to say, are we able to let you do everything that you want to do without typing a line of code? And uh, the answer to that right now is yes. That being said, you still have to understand the basics of what an API is, how business logic works, and what a database is. And so now that we have kind of accomplished that, we are on the journey to uh, abstraction. So by the definitions of today, Xano may fit a little bit more in the low-code space because you do have to have that understanding, but we are evolving more towards the uh, no code, true no-code audience that doesn't necessarily have to have that technical background um, and that's something that, for example, Zapier uh, addresses very well, right? You just need to know the services and the workflow, and it just does it for you. So we're kind of on that journey right now. Got it. That's very helpful. And uh, thinking more about this being a backend and what you would do on the front end, what types of integrations do you have? Or how is it mainly you mentioned needing to understand an API? Is that mainly how you would connect with another service? Or do you have uh, more like a native integration uh, with someone uh, with other, another service that would build the front end? Yeah, so it's a great question. Uh, so first, just a, a primer education. I know you understand this, but maybe for the audience, API is really the, or APIs are the glue that connects the internet together. So you basically have uh, your database and your server, your database is where you store the information. You can think about it like a filing cabinet. And then that API is like a messenger that runs back and forth between your front end gets that data, passes it to your front end, transforms that data any way that you want. So I'll relate it to something like Zapier because most people understand that. Zapier basically has these pre-built native uh, APIs where you can perform certain actions. And they do that by way of zaps. Um, but 
if you don't have a zap for something or you want to transform the data in a more particular way, then what do you do? Typically, you've hired an engineer to, to build something custom for you. And uh, now with Xano, you're able to build the APIs using our API builder uh, without any code and you can connect to any API that you want. So what we like to say is that you can use our APIs to build anything that you want, similar to what you would do within Zapier, but now you have a database to store it in and um, and then you can transform that data really any way that you want. And so that's kind of uh, the way that we like to kind of explain it and think about it. Got it. And uh, thinking more about your, your target customer and how maybe even the customers that have been using it thus far, what, what types of projects are you seeing them use Xano for? God, you know, I, we've been trying to look for that ICP or like this pattern across all of our customers. And it's kind of been difficult because everyone is building something so different. I think what we can say is that we have uh, a big cohort of what we like to call technical entrepreneurs. They've previously been product managers or designers at other companies that have a good understanding of like that technical stack of the database and API, and they're launching products for themselves. And it really runs the gamut of like accounting software to like, you know, solar calculators to, uh, you know, food applications. It's really all across the board. We also have a big cohort of agencies that use us because they can leverage a tool like Xano to build for their clients faster. Yeah, I, th I think that makes sense. And there, we've noticed that in no code, uh, I don't know if everyone knew this early on, but that the agencies would be such you know large users of no code because um, they already had the coding proficiency. But I think it's you know time to development time or time to market or time to customer. I think is is what we like to reduce with no code. So I can imagine that's that's a core value proposition of Xano. What, what, what else would you say is something that's very unique or distinct to Xano uh, that's, a, that's one of your core value propositions? Yeah, I think the big piece of this really is, um, number one, we have a database built in with our API builder. That is a massive distinction that you get. You basically have these different buckets of no-code tools. You have like the automation workflow, like the Zapier, Parabola, Integromat. They connect things together and they do it well. Then you have like, app sheet, air table, et cetera, that basically are these like little things of like you can store data, but when, once you start really building on that data or you need to store more complex data, it kind of, it's not necessarily meant for that or you need to graduate into something else. And then the third thing is the full stack things. And then we'll just use Bubble as an example uh, or even some, to some extent Webflow since they have their internal uh, CMS. These are full stack things. We're, we're saying, look, we want to be front-end agnostic. You use any front-end that you want, and we will be the best possible back-end for you. So in terms of how we differentiate ourselves, we have this database. That's number one. Number two, we're built on an architecture that we say is single tenant. So we basically, instead of basically um, most of these no-code tools, understandably, come from uh, internal tools, and they just basically productize it and, and bring it to the market, we were developed from the ground up for scale. So our uh, one of our co-founders was the lead DevOps on Google Photos. He scaled it from the server on his desk to the, the uh, infrastructure it is today. So that's in the DNA of Xano. Every single um, 
instance is provisioned with Docker. It's uh, orchestrated with uh, Kubernetes, and uh, we use we're hosted on a, that Postgres database, which you can basically scale horizontally and vertically. So if you don't know anything that I'm saying, all you need to know is that you can trust us to build on and to scale. And that single tenant architecture means that you can build. And if your neighbor or other other users on Xano are scaling and and uh, and getting a lot of traffic, it's not going to affect your instance. That's great. I think uh, that sort of speaks to the resilience or uh, how it's the infrastructure is hardened. I think that's confidence that every uh, project you know would want, uh, especially as as they start to scale in volume on on customers. Uh, you mentioned Bubble. That's that's a product I've used in. Uh, they they sort of have an interesting way of of scaling, and it's it's you know not not that simple or not that trivial. And I think uh, they. They've been kind of the legacy uh, full stack, as you mentioned. What's what's something that you think uh, might be in the future for Xano or an evolution? Do you see yourself ever turning into a full stack, uh, sort of like Bubble, but you know, with with a, a slightly different vision, or is is it really like you said, you want to let people choose whatever front end they want and continue to be that back end? Yeah, we we are 100% dedicated to the back end. I don't think we will ever I know it's I know it's never say never, but I I really don't think that we want to do that because we we firmly believe number 1 that you should have your back end separate. Even just like a simple example when you have multiple applications, a web, a, a mobile application or you have basically maybe a second version of that application for administrators, you want to share um uh, a backend uh, infrastructure that's going to work really well for the three of them and distribute the the, the load uh, very well. So that's that's the first thing. Uh, I think the second thing is we really believe in the power of connecting with all of these other tools. And for that reason, if you go to our website or our YouTube channel, there are so many videos and resources around helping our users be successful, connecting with tools like Bubble or with Adalo or uh, with AppGyver or DraftBit, name your tool, you know, because we know that the no-code space, people resonate with different tools. And it's our job to educate our users, number one, on these technical concepts that I was telling you about, uh, and number two, make it easy for them to connect uh, to them. And there's one more thing I want to say that's kind of related. We purposely didn't go through uh, renaming things like workflows or scenarios because we think it's important that the no-code community understands the concepts around APIs and around databases uh, and around like if statements and logic and conditions because that's that is the world that we live in. So we say, look, we're going to keep the nomenclature the same as the rest of the world uses, but we're going to do our best to explain these concepts to you. And if you go to uh, our, our documentation and YouTube channel, you'll see that. That's great. I, I think that's something that I can appreciate because um, maybe I'm a little biased because I understand what, what the those logical statements mean, but there's also, I, I think, trying to dumb it down too much or even use... Uh, new terminology, as you mentioned, can be even more confusing because now everyone who's learning a different tool has to understand um, what that terminology is, what it means. Um, and if you stick with the universal dialect, uh, that can actually prove more helpful in the long run. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah, so I think that's great. Um, let's move into some of the challenges that you see um, come up with Xano. Maybe it's uh, use cases, maybe it's just the normal startup stuff like funding and others. Um, what's what's a big challenge that that you wish to share? Yeah, 
I, I would say that with uh, growing any startup, there's always a number of different challenges that you face. But for us right now, um, you know, we have a fairly horizontal tool in that you can build uh, on top of Xano many different types of applications. And there are many different types of users. So we have users that kind of uh, use us and immediately understand. They're like, oh my God, I will never hand roll anything again. I will never write custom code. This is everything that I want and it's amazing. Um, but you have a large cohort of users that are fairly new and not necessarily that technical. And when they come, they have so much they want to do. They've heard that Zeno can do it, um, but it's not necessarily easy or immediately intuitive. And we are working so, so hard to understand and really meet the users where they are and try to produce quick onboarding videos and, and insights to get them successful faster, which is always like any startup. It's like, what is the time to magic? What is that first use case that makes them say, oh my gosh, this is amazing. This is why I came here. And that's something that we are on this constant battle for or battle, uh, uh, yeah, battle for right now. That's great. And I think user onboarding and um, doing that in a visual way is so important. Uh, there's been uh, another episode that will be really soon um, from a company, I think, called UserFlow that ha helps with the onboarding. And so um, check them out because I think their their bread and butter is, is helping onboard Absolutely. users with some, some interesting videos. So final question here is uh, you seem to be very knowledgeable about the no-code space. You're in the no-code space. Um, is there any predictions that you want to offer uh, on where you where you might see things in five, ten years? Uh, and and obviously the, these don't have to come true because uh, they're predictions. And uh, so give us your wildest one if you want. Yeah. So um, the the popular quote that you hear a lot of no coders say, and this was done by a Gartner report, was by 2024, a, a no code application development will be responsible for more than 65 percent. Uh, of application development activity. And I think, to be honest, it's gonna be even more than that. Right now, there's still a little bit of stigma around like you should really build your MVP with no code, but don't necessarily do anything else because it's not scalable or sustainable to do that. I think that within this next year and certainly within the next year and a half, you're gonna see that changing. We're already having conversation uh, conversations with pretty big enterprises that you would never think would consider no-code tools. But at the end of the day, it's about time. And if you are able to produce the same output that you would if you're hand-rolling something on an infrastructure that checks all the boxes for compliance, for scalability, and for speed, why wouldn't you use the faster solution? And we're not the only ones that uh, have this philosophy. There are many front-end uh, no-code tools and other uh, no-code tools on the market run by amazing entrepreneurs that that see that vision of the world that could be. And so while the movement is relatively small right now, I'm sure, Darren, you've even seen how much traction it's grown, uh, it's garnered over the past year, right? So uh, I promise within the next year, year and a half, the landscape is going to look very different. Well, that's, that's a great, bold prediction. I, I really appreciate that. I think uh, definitely seeing things change quickly. And as you mentioned, it's all about, you know, speeding things up and, and why wouldn't someone want that? So I think uh, I, I believe in the no code movement. I think we're making a lot of progress here. I think Xano is a very interesting um, maybe use case here. I know that's supposed to be the last question, but one more one more quick thing here. 
is uh, you mentioned, you know, people using no code for just an MVP and moving to something else. And that's kind of the stigma. And, um, you know, I totally disagree as well that uh, you use no code all the way through. Is there maybe some room for Xano to actually pick up um, on that train of thought where people are building an MVP on something else and then they can migrate to Xano and that's almost an opportunity for you. Do you see that? Uh, or maybe is that still um, migrating from more like a mock-up to mock-up tools or, or could a, or could it someone actually migrate from a lesser no code um, tool to, to Xano? Yeah, that's a fantastic question. And it's actually how we talk about ourselves a lot. We, we say basically we are the tool that graduate that people graduate into, you know, they'll start with a tool or a database like Airtable or, or Google sheets or app sheet, and then they'll graduate into us. And for that reason, we have a direct Airtable import and that maintains all of the relationship. It will pull in all the data. You can import any of your uh, data sets using our API. We're currently working on CSV import, but you can do it currently through an IntegraMap function. And uh, we just want to make those integrations even easier because to your point, once they, they should start wherever they feel comfortable. If that's with Airtable, that's fine. If that's with Webflow's native CMS data, that's fine too. Go with where, what is going to get you to market fast and validating your idea. Once you're ready, graduate into us. You can use those same concepts within Xano, pull your data sets in, and then scale with us. That's, gr that's great. And um, uh, I really appreciate the insights there. Uh, the co this conversation has just been fascinating. It can go on for too long here. Tell, why don't you tell the users where they can find you and uh, reach out to you if they, they want to converse further about Xano? Yeah, absolutely. You can follow No Code Backend on Twitter. Uh, you can also just go to our website on Xano.com. Um, but typically, if you uh, go to Twitter, that's where you can communicate with us uh, the best. But if you do sign up for Xano, we have an amazing orientation that we do with the, with the founders of the company. We have office hours that we run every single week. We're extraordinarily active in our forums. We're very, very high touch, which is not traditional for B2B SaaS, especially in, uh, in, in our world. But we are in constant meetings uh, just because we really want to understand your use case and help you be successful. So we build together. I mean, sometimes we'll have office hours with 20 people. We're all building things together and it's like the best thing in the world. So I would highly recommend signing up. I'm excited to help you. Our team's excited and ready to help you. And uh, yeah, I'm just excited to be here and share share the, my excitement with everyone. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Prakash. Um, that's Xano, everyone. Um, go check them out. I think this is just, just a phenomenal product and really excited to uh, hear an update as, as things progress, Prakash. Thank you, Darren. Appreciate it, buddy. That's it for this episode. Please be sure to follow Founders with Purpose and tune in again soon.